This is Shayna and Chris, and we are Bad Queers. If you came out of the closet and got put in a box of stereotypes you don't belong to, then welcome to the Bad Queers Club. All right. This week in Queer Urban Dictionary, I have genderqueer. I actually thought we had already defined this term, but uh, genderqueer is an umbrella term with a similar meaning to non-binary. It can be used to describe binary cisgender and transgender people within the LGBT plus community who feel that they have a queer or non-normative experience with their gender. Uh, used in a sentence, genderqueer has a similar scope to non-binary with many non-binary identifying individuals also considering themselves genderqueer. However, the terms have different historical scopes and connotations. The word genderqueer was used at least 10 years before non-binary. Genderqueer. Yeah. That's a fun fact. 1990s. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Okay. Look at that. Because then it's like, how many people actually were using the term genderqueer in the 90s? Yeah, I wonder. Because then that's my question. I wonder. Yeah. I'm going to do a poll. Yeah. (laughs) All the people alive in the 90s. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what, what did you think? What did you know about this? Um, my queer urban dictionary of the week is five elements. The five mm. elements are the building blocks of a Vogue performance, which includes hands, duck walk, catwalk, floor performance, spins, and dips. Hmm. So these are all the things that make a Vogue performance. So when you're watching Pose, this is all of the fierceness that we're watching. Um, so my sentence. This is like last minute. This is. <laughs> This is absurd. <laughs> this Earth, is absurd. wind, and fire can't keep up with the five elements of ballroom. Mm. Boom! Get at me. Get at me. Dad joke and the boom at the end. Thank you. You've Thank outdone, you. your, uh, outdone you. yourself. This can actually, it did make me think of the fifth element. And um, did you ever see that with Bruce Willis? It's a 90s movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's, been a minute. who's in there? It's Chris Tucker. It's Chris Tucker who's like, when he's when he's character is this character queer but he does act yeah. like he's in like oh he does it so yeah well too yeah. so yeah. well yeah so I, funny. you know if i think back that probably had to have been like one of my like first films because i know like my dad and like my brother watched that and mm-hmm. i just like would see him being all like out and doing that. i feel like that was one if yeah. not like the holiday okay like holiday heart thank you yeah thank holiday you. heart yeah. Um, or that was like I was the holiday. Like, oh I think that's, I was like, not the holiday, like not the old Queen Latifah. Like, oh, okay. There's like isn't there that a, one. There's, there's so a bunch many. of holidays. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting we're getting to the holidays right now. So here yeah. we are. Yeah. No. But yeah. Yeah. That would have he worked that character. Honestly, I wish he had played he more really characters did. just based off of that. He really he did. had the energy for it. That character and the um, Jada Pickett's friend in Low Down Dirty Shame were like two mm. early queer characters that were like in movies and outside of like in living color was obviously big at the time so that was like they had their characters but like actual queer characters black characters that were just like who is that just scene stealing in every scene so like mm-hmm. it's to watch fifth element back it's so funny it's like sci-fi and then this dropped into it very it's interesting so movie it was so such 90s. ahead of its time so ahead of its time very 90s very 90s all, all right. right well it's time to hear about the news we don't get to hear. It's queer news time. And Chris, I want you to start first because I just watched this and we need to talk about it. Yes. Uh, starting at the top of this, just the, start at the queer top. excellence in, the, mm. in Rihanna's Savage X Fenty mm, honestly. show. Volume 2 came out last week. 
uh, to Amazon Prime video. Um, we're just living in a Beyonce and Rihanna world. I don't Honestly. know why y'all keep bothering her about music. There is nothing but songs out there. Let her create because look at this. Like this was, I can't even remember what Victoria's Secret fashion show was like, because like what was it what was it like what was it? that it do seems, we still wear it it honestly seems like a high school production at this point compared to the Savage X Fenty show it's everything because that's what it was yeah it, I mean yeah compared and they like that, didn't and they like didn't change it ever either no they didn't they stayed with that same formula where it's like mm -hmm. the same kind of models and just body types and whoever the hot, hottest pop star at that time uh, was would just you know you know, sing their little songs and do mm -hmm. a sexy flirt dance with one of the mm -hmm. catwalk models. That's it. Same formula every year. I was like, Miguel's sexy flirt dance with one of the cat models, catwalking models. Mm -hmm. One oh, over the... any of them that yeah. I saw. Yeah. I Period. mean, and that was his wife on the, the special. That was his too. wife? Yeah, that's his wife. Yeah. Yeah, it was really funny because as soon as I did that, my girlfriend was asking <laughs> about like, she's like, Miguel straight? Yeah, no, that's like, it. Nah. Yeah, he's married. I was Love like, that. I'm pretty sure he could be, but he just dresses really great. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's yeah, learned from he the best. Some, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like a, he's queer, Jason. You know how we, on mm -hmm. the live show, mm -hmm. we said that Usher and Drake are lesbians. Usher, um, I'd put Miguel in that is, category. Miguel is definitely, definitely a lesbian or lesbian adjacent. But um, yeah, there were uh, drag stars, Shea Coulee, uh, Gigi uh, Goad, Good. I don't know if I'm saying that, but I don't watch RuPaul's View. This is well documented. We, we um, also know this. Yeah. <laughs> Jada Essence Hall, uh, non-binary models, Memphis Murphy, Injun Moore, uh, Giselle. I don't know how to say Go that. Go ahead. Try it. See Ooh, what happens. Okay. Let's see. Zaga Hadi? <laughs> hmm. We'll go with that. Uh, bisexual <laughs> supermodel, Kara Delevingne. Um, mm -hmm, gay mm -hmm. performers, Jackson Willard, Dexter Mayfield, Darian Gallegos. Uh, and who wore heels to dance back up to Rosalia. Um, the the pop stars that were also on this were really good too with Rosalia. Um, I know Bad Bunny was in this. Mm -hmm. um, Mustard. Um, gosh, there were so many people that were in this show. Um, Chica for queer musicians. Willow was there. 070 Shake, um, which is funny to say because 070 Shake, I did not know it was queer, but I love their music y'all should check that out um and they were modeling the new men's line of savage x fenty which i can't wait to come back because of course it sold out before i got anything but i can't mm -hmm. wait to have my boxers slipped off um so that's <laughs> all i've been waiting for you know that's all i can hope uh. for for christmas is savage fenty boxers if they come back for the holidays and mm -hmm. yeah just I holidays. So. yeah i mean that's all it that's was all just like the whole show and the fact that it was done in like one just big ass warehouse and they just yeah. set up like scenes yeah and just moved it to places but it was it was like the prime it's definition magical. of inclusive yes of diverse of representing all sorts of different identities mm -hmm. it was like size body gender sexual yep races it's ages. a whole celebration whole, of human bodies like everybody's like, intersexy have your diversity and inclusion teams just watch just this watch it. write it. down everything that they saw then do it in your company yeah that's she gave and that to you in an it. hour and keep she doing it 
That's it. That's it. She gave that in and out from the dancing to the performances that all just fit in so well. Like, that's the thing that I was always like with Victoria's Secret. Like, it just felt like it was forced yeah. to put celebrities out there eventually. And then with this, it was just like, no, it fit around the fashion. The dancing was fire. The visuals were just like an eye orgasm. Oh, my God. It really was. It was so it was much just, visually. I was just like, it almost made I, me angry. Honestly, I was just like, like, honestly, is anybody else trying? Like, I was like, who? Again, it's a Beyonce Rihanna world. Like the visuals and what they're giving y'all. Mm-hmm. Like that was a show. Like you said, we like it was like a to be show. Given that. You know, we didn't deserve that right now. We, you know, but we did, and that's why I, I say like leave her alone about music. Like that should be the last thing on our on our minds. Like what else can they create? Like give them all c- creative control. Like yeah, like music is almost the most boring thing that Rihanna does right now. Like we have mm-hmm. such great music to go back to. Like it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear 2020 Rihanna. Like this is what I need from Rihanna right now. Like this is a movie. I don't need to hear 2020 Rihanna. <laughs> I don't. I don't really need to. <laughs> like I don't. Like I don't. Like, I don't need I'm it. I'm good. Yeah, I'm solid. No, I get it. <laughs> I don't need all of this. No, no. I, I would rather actually hearken back <laughs> to the brighter days of being drunk and, uh, you know, saying we found, singing we found love and everything like that. That's cool. That's enough for mm-hmm. me right now. I don't want to, I don't want it. I don't, yeah. She could take her time. She has earned that right. So she is absolutely. Yeah, shout out to Rihanna right. and her team mm-hmm. for putting this together and, you know, just having great people around her. It's not just Rihanna, it's her team. So that's a whole team. Yeah. It's a whole team. It's a thing. great team over there. Also, to see like into her creative process, which mm-hmm. was like, you know, she's, she is kind of taken from the Beyonce playbook where it's like she's letting us in just a little bit. Mm hmm. To like yeah. what she does and how she does it and all of those things. And it's just very controlled by Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a move that Beyonce fully does. And I'm just like, you two, thank you for giving us the things that were good Mm -hmm. in this year. You know, Black is King, the gift part two to this. And just thank you both. Yeah. Thank you both. That's all I have to say. All right. So my story, we had to start off strong because right now, um, (laughs) continuing on America's uh, shitty news train. Two conservative Supreme Court justices want to overturn marriage equality. God, they're so innovative. I wish I could say that I was surprised because this is actually a thing that we have like discussed before with um, the potential nominee uh, that Trump put through, even though they said that we shouldn't and all of these things and blah, blah, blah. But here we are. Here we are. So. Here's what's happening. Let's take you. Let's take you through it. So Judge Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito claimed that the court has created a problem that only it can fix. You bitches. So they sent a four page opinion out that was released today. So we're recording on a Monday. It was released. Um, These two are some of the most conservative members of the court. So it's also like not surprising, but then it's also just like, ooh, I feel like you're trying to set this new standard for the justices that are going to be coming in mm-hmm. and trying to be those people. So they issued the opinion concerning an appeal from Kim Davis. And if you don't remember Kim Davis, she was the Kentucky clerk who was sued by oh, two same-sex God. couples because she didn't what like refuse to give them marriage licenses right after marriage equality was legalized. And then she was jailed for five days as a result. But now she's coming back and saying that she can't be held liable. This is all coming back on her, which I just don't think is like the smartest way for you all to be putting this through, especially with her, because she's just she's just that's how I feel about her. She just doesn't 
There's mm-hmm. nothing about her that seems great. She's the she's like the Karen of all Karens, and we don't need to be supporting Karens in the world. So, all right. So the judges claim that the five four verdict on which they voted no amounted to a cavalier treatment of religion, which privileges novel constitutional right over the religious liberty interests protected by the First Amendment. Basically, what they're saying is that because that vote went through, it's just like messing with religious liberties. So. No, and that's not what's going to happen. And they say that Davis was one of the first victims of the court's cavalier treatment of religion. Mm. And that those with sincerely held religious beliefs concerning marriage will find it increasingly difficult to participate in society without running afoul of the Oberfell, which is what got us our marriage equality um, laws. Mm, mm, so basically mm, what they're trying to say, they're trying to use the religion argument again, and we're trying to argue this again. And I feel like putting out this opinion at this time is just fanning all of the flames of what can happen with these next votes and what our government can do. Thankfully, somebody with some sense came through. Alfonso David, who is the president of the Human Rights Campaign, said that Thomas's opinion proves yet again that a segment of the court views LGBTQ rights as ruinous and remains dead set against protecting and preserving the rights of LGBTQ plus people. So let's make sure that Barrett doesn't get in because she's also one of those that has spoken out in her opposition to same-sex marriage too. And uh, let's keep it moving because last time I checked, if you were going to be working in the Supreme Court, that you were here to uphold the law and not your personal bias. So whoop, there that is. Take your responsibility for real. Please and thank you. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if they are going to le- um, link marriage to religion then that's not really a separation of church and state is it is um, it so you know either i think it you know or whatever i mean because it's not really i mean a lot of um even just what marriage equality is about the economics of it and you know the legal protection so if you have that link to religion only then you are trampling over a whole bunch of queer religious you know Mm -hmm. folks and too you know what i mean so i mean it's just a dumb fight to have and just shows just how out of touch um conservatives in general are like they just pick these fights over just the oldest issues like that have they're not relevant to what's going on in reality but you know that's that's how they get down so yeah not surprising but they they put that out there so uh yeah that's what we're going to do. This, uh, my last story, it looks like we have the, this, we just need to talk about this because this is both of our last stories with uh, gay men taking over the Proud Boys hashtag on Twitter mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. reclaiming our pride. So um, good on you, cis gay men. Um, <laughs> good on you. Good on you, you know? Uh, so during last week's, I guess it was a debate. I don't know what that was. Uh, last Tuesday. Um, what last was week's, Last week's, um, Last week's kindergarten special. I don't know what that was. It was like a slap boxing match, like slap fight. Like it was just it like was what it was showing us an example of what teachers go through so that we can pay them more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least. Um, so whatever that was. I, I mean, some people are calling it a debate, but um, President Trump was asked to condemn uh, white supremacy, which he cannot do because he is a white supremacist, y'all. I don't know why we're asking him to do this, but like, he shouted. He? Right. Are you sure? Still? Um, But he did give a shout out to the Proud Boys, who he told to stand back and Mm -hmm. stand by, um, which Mm -hmm. for anyone is just like, okay, that's not condemning. Um, 
So, um, the <laughs> George Takai um, had asked, what if gay guys took pictures of themselves making out with each other or doing very gay things and then tagging themselves as hashtag proud boys? Um, who tweeted that on Thursday. So over the weekend, the proud, the hashtag proud boys was um, taken over by gay cis men, um, just tweeting out love and, and pride and their pride, you know, because it was, I was like, proud boys is an interesting name to, to name a group, you like, know, because, over that. I, I know, know, like, which is like, they just so recently they, came about. So seems very weird to have like picked that, but yeah. So, I mean, they, would you think about all the the photos and the use of hijacking the hashtag? I mean, we're gonna need more than that, but it was a that was cool. It was I was like, good on them for doing that. What I did loved you think? It. I loved it. I was just yeah. like, you know, if there's anything that the LGBTQ plus commu- community can do mm-hmm. is that we reclaim shit. Yeah, <laughs> we sure do. And we just go in and we'll take it over and be like, mm, this is ours now. Yeah, And because we've touched it, it's almost like us spreading our cooties to like good things where it's like, <laughs> oh, like we put this on there and they're like, we well, are never using this right. again. You I know. know. Why don't you sprinkle a little like, queer on it? <laughs> just a little, just like that. Oh, what's that? That photo where he's just like the sprinkle and it's just. Oh, the salt you bay. You throw it. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. The salt bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, that's just kind of what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what I feel like the gays went on there because it was such a mix. It was a mix. And they think that this. When they got started, that it originally came from the George Take uh, tweet where he said, I wonder if the BTS and TikTok kids can help LGBTs with this. What if gay guys took pictures of themselves doing that? And when he did the hashtag reclaiming my shine, I was just like. Well done. Well Well played. I was like, the photos are all hella cute, too. They're all hiking. They're all selfies. They're all weddings. And it's just, uh, it's just love and cuteness and just. Yeah. Proud boys. All mm. the gays. Yeah, they all got the a regroup on that one. All Not the that. gays. So yeah, so since Chris and I didn't do our research and noticed that each other had the same last story, I'm going to read you some other top news headlines that are also here that are happening. So for one, Pence thinks being gay is a choice. LGBTQ plus groups say the debate must call him out. So Kamala, Kamala Bet Porter, you know what I need you to do, okay? Call his ass out. Let him know what is happening. Um, Ryan Murphy is making a Netflix series about gay serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. Bringing on Janet Mock to write and direct. Also, New Zealand and Canada could soon ban conversion therapy. And here are all of these other places that are doing so much better than the U.S. right now. And it's just like, get it together, everybody. So those are some titles uh, that you can look into moving forward. All right. Well, let's transition over to our advice segment, Am I a Bad Queer? Uh, send your questions to badqueerspod at gmail.com to be featured or DM us at badqueerspod on IG. So this first one is, am I a bad queer for ignoring the age gap? I'm 23, but I get along way better with older women. I'm not in it for the sugar mama stereotype by any means. I just appreciate their maturity and and life in general. It's just a thing that has happened for me. Is that bad? Do you have any advice around age gaps in relationships? Thanks, Tori. Um, no, Tori, you're fine. You're not a bad queer for the age gap. Like it's you connect with whoever you connect with. Um, and if y'all could 
find common things and uh, to learn and grow from from each other in a relationship, then, you know, go with it. I don't I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I've never dated anyone that was substantially older than me with it uh, in, within relationships, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Again, um, our our lady, uh, Sarah Paulison and um, Holland Taylor have a age gap that's kind of, I guess, significant for some people and they are thriving and amazing. So it really they doesn't matter thriving. about age right. gaps. Didn't yeah. she just post something about that too? I think she's so, so sick yeah. Of people's shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like she has to do like an op-ed like every year that says, get the fuck over the fact that we're in a relationship. And it's been like years. Like they're, they're in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is what it is now. Like it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. That's one of those outward pressure things that you just have to kind of ignore and, you know, keep going with what works for you and, you mm-hmm. know, what's healthy for you. Yeah. I was like, I mean, like me and my girlfriend have an age gap. Mm-hmm. Like we're like six, seven years apart. And so, you know, you can look back on that and be like, wow, that's a crazy difference. But for you, like, if you're 23, that's like dating me or Chris. Mm. And just like going with it. <laughs> you put that reflection. <laughs> I would not date anybody. Uh, if I was you just there, gave that a voice. Anybody. Stop it. See? Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. If that that's person, though, but that's you, that is preference. That is I was like, if that person yeah. prefers it with you and you, them, yeah. and it's not for any sort of like weird manipulation or behavioral yeah. thing or whatever else like as long as you're two consenting adults and you feel good and again you said it you're not using it for the sugar mama stereotype so yeah as long as you're not go going to you. yeah that's fine if some people can... some people just benjamin button it it's fine is that even correct yeah. is that correct uh, you know it's a reach it's a bit of a reach there but I, you know you know what right? i mean yeah no, some that's, people sarah uh... paulson and Holland it. Okay. Some that's people all. just fall in love, you know, Some with older folks. Do. And again, yeah, I understand the old soul thing, you know, or just, you know, appreciating the maturity um, mm-hmm. aspect. But yeah. So Hopefully I mean, you're if giving that, that back you, as well. Yeah, exactly. They might want somebody that's younger and forward thinking, you know, than their age group. So if it works for y'all. It's not anybody taking advantage of anybody, then yeah, it's fine. Thanks, Tori. Good one, Tori. All right, our next one is from Anonymous. So I'm going to call this one to Brat. <laughs> That's all it is. So am I a bad queer for wanting to take a chance? Yeah, this is emotional from the start. Not now. I made a playlist for my ex. I know, I know, I can feel the judgment already, but I haven't sent it to her though. Dot, 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 yet. Should I send her the playlist I made, even though the risk might be higher than the reward? Thanks, the Brat. Hmm. Y'all send us backgrounds. <laughs> yeah. Like, how long have y'all been exes? Is this just because you were bored during quarantine and you decided to make a playlist for them? And now you're just like, oh, I have this playlist that's sitting here making me think of my ex. So I want to send it to them. Did y'all end on good terms? Bad terms? Were you distance? Were you not? I'm saying if you ended on good terms, I would say go ahead and send it. It was positive terms, both parties. Go ahead and send it and just be like, hey, just put this together. Use a little quarantine boredom and go from there. But if it was anything else, I would not send it. I would just keep yeah. that emotionally for yourself. <laughs> I don't know if the playlist is going to do it to Brad. I don't know I don't, if it's worth I don't think sending. So. Y'all are like, already music is great, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know what she's supposed to take from this. Like, 
She could be a moved within the songs. And once it ends, uh, just continue just on with her life. See the um, light. Like, or just be like, back. wow, no, that was great to reminisce for a second. But y'all are exes for a reason. Yeah, there's not a lot of context mm-hmm. here. So, no. Um, yeah, it's no reason to send a playlist. I don't know. I just want to know. I don't know, know how like, that's going to move the needle. You know, My question more so is like, what message are you going to send along with the playlist to say like why you're sending yeah. the playlist? Yeah. Because I feel like that's going to be the harder part. Like, you probably put this playlist together in like two seconds of all your favorite car rides and memories and things like that. And right. All of that sounds wonderful. Now, did she break alone, up with you because you communicate through playlists? Like, do you think that that's a good idea to like, and I love music. I really do. Like, I get mm-hmm. the playlist thing. Definitely burnt some CDs back in my day and all that. Oh, absolutely. But, absolutely. Um, I just don't think, I don't know if that's going to seal the deal like it could have. Like, oh back my god, in the day. On. off topic. Can you think so. of the fact that there are some children that listen to this and have no idea what? Yeah, it is they have no idea what the time that's it when takes you know to, you had to put in work to download to the songs make a playlist. off of Kazam and or sh- oh, Kazam oh, and uh, LimeWire and to look for one Lime without the, the um, you know, Tape Masters Inc. or whatever the drops used to be in there. You would have to find a full version. Sometimes it would download and it wouldn't even be the full version. It would be somebody <laughs> like somebody's thought and it would have said the time. Yeah. That said that it was that length. Yeah. And then you found out that it was just all silence or exactly. all just like. So back in the day, a playlist could really move the needle because it's like, wow. You know, you really. Look at all of this effort. Yeah. Put the time. But nowadays, I think y'all just. That's one of the things where it's like, I do feel great about growing older because it's like that was cool. Whereas like you can, you know, you do have all the songs, so there's a lot more choices and everything, mm-hmm. but it's so easy. You could put a playlist together. That doesn't really, that's nothing like that's, that doesn't, I don't think it should move the needle, but who am I? I don't know who DeBrat's dating. So, you know, um, I wouldn't shoot that shot. I don't think you're a bad queer for this. I just don't think it's going to move the needle. If y'all are already broken up. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like I don't know what you're trying to get. As a issues. Like, I don't think it was like, <laughs> I'll break up with you if you don't send more music to me or communicate to me through music. I don't think I, I I don't have the context, but I don't think that's why y'all broke up. So I don't know what this playlist would do to Brad. And that, yeah, I just don't. So nope. all right, we have a, another anonymous. Uh we'll name this one Little Nas X. Yes. Um, Little Nas X asked. Am I a bad queer because I don't feel like I should hit on someone I don't know is queer? Hmm. Um, I have a seemingly straight coworker that I'm really close to. We joke around about being work wives and she has always supported the queer community and rights, but has made it a point to occasionally mention she's straight and has been a constant relationship person dating cis men exclusively. Uh, since my company has moved to being all remote, we chat all day more than we ever have. I think I'm developing a bigger crush than I had before, or at least yeah. have in, had in check. Didn't um, see that coming. Our company is a big multinational company with no policy against company dating, nor do we work with each other too directly. Am I a bad queer for talking myself out of shooting my shot because she said she's straight? Any advice would work. Thanks, little Nas X. This one's interesting. Um, oh my gosh. I feel like we've had one kind of similar to this where they had like... With work? Kind yeah. of. Kind of. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like... It was a different scenario, but it was definitely in the workplace. And I just feel like yeah. queer relationships in the workplace are just... 
I think any workplace, um, anything in the workplace is not a good idea, even though if it's a big, big company and you don't work closely together, that does make a difference. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. However, um, you're not a bad queer for not wanting to shoot your shot on this one. Um, I think you're going to have to dig a little deeper if you think it's worth it um, before shooting your shot, if you are going to do that. because yeah, that's that's kind of a that's interesting waters that you're wading into. Like that isn't you know I don't know what else she's kind of given you besides the the work wife thing to work with, which is like nothing. Also, did she give you that, or did you put that on each other? Uh, if they joke around about being work wives, oh, okay, they both do. Then, I missed that part. Yes, okay. then I guess yeah, they're they're joking around. But you know, that's one of the but things. Like, uh, has made it a, a point to occasionally mention that she's straight. Mm, yeah, so I, I feel like that's that her is setting that boundary. Setting that boundaries, and even if she, if y'all are talking more now, like I get it, we're at home and remote and everything. But um, I would be a little suspicious of that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, like the origins of that. Like, is it a crutch right now? Because everybody's looking for that connection. Um, so I would say don't do it um, because never, never date anybody at your job. I just think that that's just, you just shouldn't. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think you should do it. And I don't think you're a bad queer for not shooting your shot. I don't think, I think you know in the back of your head that this is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big facts. Big facts. Okay. Don't do it. Thank you, Lil Nas X, for writing Yeah, in. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, uh, a reminder to send your questions to badqueerspod at gmail.com to be featured or DM us at, at badqueerspod on IG. And yeah, we're going to go on to our bad right. queer opinion section. It's time because what type of bad queers would we be if we didn't have unpopular queer opinions? Um, I'm going to go ahead and go first on this one because mm-hmm. we can, we're going to do a deeper dive on yours. Um, mine is just simple. Even though you're already here listening to our show that is titled Bad Queers, mm-hmm. I just want to do like a healthy reminder to people that queer is just not a slur anymore. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's just not. I understand. As we were discussing earlier, you know, we reclaimed. We came back and reclaimed it. And it's ours. Like, I just feel like it's become the new age umbrella term. It's something that's there. You know, we're not doing gay anymore as the umbrella term like that has clearly mm-hmm. been owned and run by um the gay the gay man honestly that's basically what it was and we have just been able to say that like this is ours now it is part of queer culture we have put the strength in it people have learned more so of like the appropriate definition for it yes some people will stay still take it into that account um but that just means that they played out a bit and I can understand, like, the older queers who are still, like, stung by the word because of how it was used. Um, and I completely respect it. I completely understand it. And as we've mentioned before on the show, you know, it's all about context. And with this word, I feel like the context of it has, like, brought to a new light. I actively use it as my identity mm-hmm. um, to recognize that I am not as like our show says, like I'm not stuck in a box of like who I can and cannot like, but mm-hmm. I understand that like my liking is more along the lines with the LGBTQ plus community and people who I'm interested in and who make my heart flutter, flutter, um, are amongst that. So I just want to put it out there. 
even though our title is very obvious, I just have to, you know, sometimes you just got to say it out loud. And Mm -hmm. I just don't think that queer is a slur anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that it definitely has uh, such negative and abusive origins and everything. Um, But yeah, I I think it's it has a similar track to kind of the N word in our community where it's like, you know, the younger generation, it is just something totally different and everything. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't you can't like ignore that it has a an awful past and it comes from hate and everything but um yeah queer is uh, i think it's a pretty good umbrella term and everything so sometimes i think that it should just kind of replace well not replace lgbtq but it is a good umbrella term to just be like listen we're not straight okay like mm-hmm. <laughs> y- y'all are over there that's that's one thing we're uh, rainbow of um, creativity and possibility. So yeah, because then it's like it also takes away from the whole like, okay, well yeah, we're gay, so that means you're that you're a man. Possibly. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, I'm over here, I'm a lesbian. Okay, that means that you're you're a woman who likes women. And it's mm-hmm. like we've leaned so much more now into like this fluidity mm-hmm. that I feel like queer just like embodies that. Yeah. So then it's it is a whole thing where it's like the entire community could use it. Yep. Yeah. Just to know that it's like, hey, this just means I'm not straight. Yep. Mm-hmm. That means you can be bi. That means you can be trans. That you can be asexual. All of the things just fit under, under this beautiful umbrella of just being like I am queer, and it doesn't take away from men. Actually, I feel like that's a thing that we should advocate for, so that it's like it can just bring us back together to remember that hey, especially for you cis white gay men, mm-hmm. just come back and realize that you are a part of this community. Yeah, just remember yeah. that. It's also just easier to say like LGBTQ just doesn't. Everybody it just, just doesn't like go gives up like on it. LMNOP, you know, it's not. I wish Everybody, was like, that was that was one of your bad queer opinions. Yeah, where it's just like, it's oh, just, I'm sick of the whole thing, kinda, and it's like instead you could just sit and actually just say this, queer. and then people can take more understanding. Yeah. Because I think some people automatically, and even though that's not like our problem to fix, it's I feel not. like a lot of people just sit and look at the acronyms and just get overwhelmed, and then they're just like, oh, yeah, that gay shit, and then it's like they're already like pushed off from it because it's too much. And I'm just like, all right, for one be better but yeah. also it's just like here's something that can bring it in and be like yes what does this mean that i'm not straight yeah as a person who struggles right. obviously to pronounce big words like lgbtq is like oh oof. can we just get one syllable like <laughs> like you know, just one syllable like, plus just umbrella yeah so yeah. but everybody plus can Janelle identify Monet. as they as they need to because i also go by like i would i identify as queer but if i was talking to queer fam I'd be like, oh, I'm a lesbian if we had to go like dig down and everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, I would just say queer because I just That's think what it's I feel just like the level easy. should be. Yeah. It's like for all you for all you breeders, we're yeah. just queer. And like, then once we get into our community, be like, oh, you fam? Yeah. Oh, okay, here's how like, I and then queer you go is through customer the... facing, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> queer is customer facing. I do think we should rebrand LGBTQIA plus as uh queer. Yep. <laughs> just yep. customer facing. Queer is customer. <laughs> facing it's, and the rest of the facing. alphabet is for yeah, our let's wonderful talk. community. We can talk within because I would want to know within community like because it's also a different um, you would have similar talks because it's not like everybody's on the same page anyway within our mm-hmm. community but at least you could kind of dig down to like oh it's fam so oh yes I you know I'm a lesbian and other people within you know that conversation once they dig down mm-hmm. from queer is like they'll identify as how they identify but yeah, yeah queer is yeah it's just you know for anyways you know it is. It is easier, but queer is customer. It is. It is. It is. But all right. Well, uh, my bad queer opinion. There were amongst all of uh, the wildness on the internet, 
this past weekend and with uh, 45 um, uh, coming out as having COVID and everyone who knows him in the White House era is in the White House has it as well. Um, <laughs> there are so many articles out now that are like, guess who else has it? Right. They have little charts of like the the uh, Barrett thing party, the Rose Garden party that they went to. Here it's like Fire Karma. Island. It's literally the White it's House, Fire like Fire Island. Island. Like it the was White just House like it's Fire the Island. same thing with people being like, this person has it. You know, it's like it's wild. Like it's just interesting and all that like that map where it's like you just draw the pin yeah of who, and that's how who they're trying it. to do this contact yeah. tracing before they get like pissed and just yeah. like flip the board over what's funny is like we're hor- we're trash at everything covid response but like the contract tracing at the highest of levels where mm-hmm. we're like all doing it we're like this person was at this party and they partied with this person <laughs> and this person was going to get going to like a hot dog eating contest this saturday but he has you know it's like it's interesting but um this among the interesting parts of this weekend and as the dumpster fire turns, um, I saw there was a lot of uh, disagreement on uh, wishing or not wishing uh, 45 to die. Like I saw Rachel Maddow, I saw Ava, Ava DuVernay and some others getting flamed for mm-hmm. wishing him well. Ava mm-hmm. had one that had actually a little bit more context because she kind of pulled the, hey, everybody vote or you deserve what you get, which is like, eh, that's a bad take at this point, even though, you know still vote but right um yeah because they were you know wishing 45 is speedy and well recovery and you know um for some they were saying how could you wish the literal devil for 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 some of us or most of us um Mm -hmm. how can you wish him well and everything and i just feel like let's not get hung up on who agrees that this guy dies (laughs) um there was more than enough people memes videos to co-sign your viewpoint uh, we don't we don't all have to pass on or agree with Glee to see him pass on. Like, I, I just felt like there was enough people for y'all to go to to, like, co-sign it. Like, some people aren't going to go that far. And, you know, that is that's on them. Like, that's their opinion. But it was just weird to see, like, how could you, Rachel Maddow? agree that he, he i was actually die. really surprised that she posted that but i feel like that's just we all know what that is and i know that's what you know especially with younger people and just everybody like that's in it yes it sucks that there's still this decorum there's this fake decorum like of course mm-hmm. they don't give a shit you know that biden and harris's like group chats were going up you know that all these like the ones who had to come out and say these things and i know a lot of people are like well then then don't say anything at all but like whether we like it or not, there are some people who do want to uphold that just just the niceties with things. Mm-hmm. Like there was enough <laughs> threads for you to go down and just get your rocks off on like him dying and what you know what that meant. But to like be mad that other people who do who are on the same side as you, you know, but don't agree a hundred percent about like certain things like this is just like it's just weird to me. I was like, we're wasting energy on that. Like that's how he distracts us with these things because it's like we're having a fight about why Rachel Maddow didn't say why she wished him well. Like, it's just, I don't know. Y'all know niceties. I don't know. Fuck. Like, it's yeah, just, you know, that's how some people are like, it's okay. Like, you know, they want him out as well. They don't have to say they want him to die. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's okay if they don't. I just, that was just, that was just the whole, this whole like distraction gate. Yeah. <laughs> was the whole thing. Did you see the one person who like called this? like yeah. beginning of last yeah. month that posted the tweet With and the said October surprise. watch yep yeah yep very that one where so basically the october surprise uh and correct me as i 
think of this from memory, mm-hmm. where it was basically like this dude posted about the October surprise where Trump is going to go through like one debate, then do something to make sure that he could no longer do any of the rest <laughs> of the debates. And then he was going to come out and say that he was sick with COVID and then he was going to be totally fine and tell everybody that there's nothing really to worry about and that you're going to be good and everybody's going to sit and just talk everything around that after he does something like shitty, which is exactly what happened. Literally what's happening Oh, we just totally forgot about the $750 taxes and we forgot about his standby and stand back and whatever statement that Mm -hmm. he did for the Proud Boys and we forgot about um what else did he do like everything he does every day that he's done (laughs) everything that he did during the debate like every single thing all of a sudden was just like forgotten and all of the headlines Mm -hmm. were just around this yeah and him getting sick and i'm just like no this fool couldn't even stay in the hospital the whole time right that he was there like he fucking went and had like a little fake photo joy ride like a kid too. who needed to like go to sleep in the car mm-hmm. and be like yeah i'm gonna go and do like the little drive-by which you found out that one of the doctors was like adamantly against it um and then everybody's like oh yeah they're pumping him with these like tested drugs that even though they aren't fda approved like of course you're gonna put it in the president's body and he's gonna be totally fine and it's just like no i don't have time for y'all to be distracted we have a mission to get done yeah did by you see election the fake day. photo shoot with the sharpie that he was signing something where it was supposed to he's hard at work at walter oh reed and it was just like D- somebody's uh, like the daily show did a drawing of it <laughs> like it was the best come on y'all. oh and then amarosa posted and they were she was like nah you know he's not working he's just doodling yeah like and i was on. like damn amarosa haven't heard that amarosa name came out the woodwork for wow. that and i was like bitch <laughs> yes <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. I have not heard that name in a while. That's right. That's she sure did. She came out hard and she was like, working? You mean doodling? And I was yeah. like, God damn. Yeah. I was this, like, he's got I one mean, of those. It's such coloring a books. joke. It's such a joke. It's such a joke. I am, you know, one thing I am happy about, and I, um, even when he got sick, I was like, well, they still need to find a way to have a debate. Like, I want these debates <laughs> exactly. to keep going on because he's so bad live. Like, I think people yep. forget when faced with and i and i do expect for joe to do maybe hopefully have a better showing god only knows i'm not gonna bet on that um but you know know. like the longer trump talks the more especially closer to election day and just how ridiculous he is like Mm -hmm. i think the drama of him and seeing him first you know those those phantom undecided voters that they always talk about like for some of them you know, it could be like, this is so this much. Is it? He's such a stunt queen. Like, again, like just last week, it was the tax thing. Like this mm-hmm. <laughs> last week. And then that was right before the debate. And then right before him getting COVID and then now being feeling the best he has in like 20 years or whatever he said. Like, this is, it's so much. He's, he's got to go. So <laughs> he's got to go. He's got to so. go. Yeah, nope. Because I was in there and I was like, no, 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 do this on Zoom. Because yeah. then whoever the moderator is mm-hmm. can go and do the tools. Shit, you could do it. Yeah. You know, all the tools and the secrets and whatever else. You yeah. just sit and mute him as needed and mm-hmm. give him his turn and do whatever. Kick him out. Let him back in. Like, yeah. that's what, <laughs> that is literally like Trump what we totally would need. Trump like slam his laptop to do it. down in the middle of it and throw us the whole fit. Like, you got to keep, yeah. just, you know, just slam his laptop down. Like That's it's it. Just... Be like, well, Joe. You have uninterrupted two minutes. You're right. Welcome. Just go ahead and for him but to do bless those. Kamala Bet Porter. If uh, she here we go. Doesn't just like read him to Phil. Two days. This I'm week. so excited. Oh my God. I'm and then so we're gonna talk excited. about it next week. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh God. I I'm ready for the gems. I'm ready. I just I legit hope that they like nobody again, like I think I've mentioned this before, that nobody on her team 
has her like pull back or do anything. I want her to yeah. go in full force interrogation mode and speaking mode yeah. and all these things. I don't need her. Yes. I don't need her to I go low. Lawyer, I just need her. I don't even. I don't even need her to go high. Actually, I was gonna say I don't need her to go low. I don't need her to go high. I don't need her. When they go low, she can go low too because that's just where and she'll have the receipts for it. That's the part that I appreciate. I want her to she will meet have the receipts them for it. where they are. Okay, mm. I want her to meet mm. them where they are. I want. I want full, like, Senate committee, like, mm-hmm. in- investigator Kamala Harris. Like, I want her asking the questions that she knows he cannot answer. Like, I want, exactly. I want that. I want, I want that. The, I want the getting all excited when she's there. And what's going to be funny is, like, she's just going to be great. She's probably going to flame him, obviously, and everything. But it would be interesting to see if, like, the Biden campaign, like, is like, hey, like, they're, <laughs> they're chief of staff. They're like, can I just, like, copy and paste your notes for uh, this? <laughs> just comes out sounding a little bit more like her at the next one because <laughs> that's what he needed like i think everybody was just like it was the shut up man heard around the world like everybody's just like you know was. we want more of that and i think that's also what like kept hillary out of the white house like that is what i don't get about this like you don't have to keep that kind of decorum in that that arena anymore because he's just, like you mm-hmm. should go as low as he does like you yep. should like get right it's at him. Get after anymore. him. Get after him. You know, it's not the so. same anymore going with him because he does not give a fuck about the rules yeah. that are happening. And so at that point, you need to have a new game plan rather than trying to come in yeah. and say like as you would because it's not it's not an everyday situation. This is not. This is like yeah. You just gonna make some changes and do the stuff, and I just want Kamala to light. Gosh. This is going to be so amazing. Just, and then just like sit there and watch it burn. I can't wait for the clips from it. I can't. I just, the clips I are going to be so cool. You know what? Ready. <laughs> After the last election, what I was so happy was that the meme of uh, Obama with his like head in his hands mm-hmm. and Joe talking, that meme made a comeback. Mm-hmm. Where he, where it was like, it's the back and forth of like when Obama says something like positive and mm-hmm. then Joe responds and like, oh you can't believe it and he's like oh joe and like his head in his hands oh, and it was okay. a whole thing where he was just like all right joe did you do what we practiced and like operated in this way he was like i told him to shut up and he was like oh joe and like all of that <laughs> it's all in the memes and like that is one of my favorite memes of all time it's yeah. just like him with obama doing that and i'm just like yes this is where and i'm really glad that joe got that in in like the first like 10 minutes yeah because that was the thing i was like you didn't really get to say much the rest of the time yeah and I understand dealing with like a speaking like or like like yeah like speaking disability because he has a stutter yeah. so it's like it's really hard um and for all of you who did not know that Joe does have a stutter he so, does yeah whoop, there that is um and being able to even stand there and focus to get your words together and stay calm so that you can keep mm-hmm. a level thing that is that's a thing that people work on forever like mm-hmm. that never just goes away um and for him to even be able to say anything was impressive mm-hmm. and i just want him to be able to like hopefully get the things that are needed so that he is able to continue uh moving forward and saying his piece and i'm yeah. also very interested to see in the future debates um if we have them uh <laughs> what the new rules are going to be mm, yeah. as well because yeah. they came back and were just like yeah but also wallace cannot yeah that was ooh, the moderator i was like that raggedy. was the poorest choice when we have anderson cooper raggedy. alive right now yeah anderson cooper is here yeah like, i don't ready. know who the the moderators for the other debates are gonna be but that's gonna be very interesting it better be fucking anderson cooper because he's like the only one somebody somebody who could just he can handle control. those yeah he can fully handle those gail 
Call Gail King. <laughs> Gail would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Because sometimes I don't like her because she does dip into like whatever else and I'm just like, oh, don't do that. But Anderson, yeah. Anderson, I would, I would hold because he would just sit there and have all of the facts off the top of his head. So every time, like he would be our live fact checker that we needed. Yeah. During the election, know you know, I like he would want. just sit there with how that would be there. Um, and the other guy, oh, the other guy from NBC, he's solid too. These mm, are the people. These are my votes. Anybody, but these are my votes. Anybody, anybody, but, but Chris Wallace. Paul Wallace. Yeah, because anybody checked on him. Does he have COVID? <laughs> I know, I know. He was on. Uh, he had a Sunday interview and everything, and he was like getting on. Uh, I think Trump's campaign manager about that. Like he was obviously trying to lie and say like, oh, we didn't have time to get in and test. And he was like, no, like he clearly was, there was some passion behind his voice. Cause I was like, I know you are so pissed that you could have been exposed since, you know, so pissed out here, super spreading all this, but um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And he had to deal with your interrupting ass the whole time. Yeah. Like, nah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Over it. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I, I we'll think see. they should definitely keep debating. He's going to keep putting his foot in his mouth or just have sound bites that are just outrageous that we won't forget, you know, with mm-hmm. less than a month ago. Where it's like, mm-hmm. no, fresh of mind and all that. So, yeah. All right. All let's that. get to well, our shout outs. That's it. Yeah, we just need to do that. So, of course, uh, we are getting to the end of the show, but you know that we wouldn't leave you without giving a shout out to our faves. Um, this week, I'm giving a shout out to Golden Gaze bed and breakfast it's called golden gaze bed and breakfast it is and not like gaze like g-a-y <laughs> even though it's got that would be on brand for this mm-hmm. one though um so this place is fully sustainable it's affirming it's queer as fuck it's cannabis friendly and most importantly it's in canada safe space um it is like this super cute super glorious like queer oasis where you're just like out and like there's these domes and it's in nature and it's super pretty and it's just like all this stuff and you can host anything and everything there or just go and like get away and do all the things and it's run by two queer people um and all that and it's just it's so great and so right now they are doing a crowdfund uh campaign to have this space kind of be created by community for community um, so currently they've raised about $56,000 and they're aiming to hit over 200000 I think, before the end of November-ish. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have any room uh, to spare and to support them, check them out at Golden Gaze B&B on the gram. So that's Golden Gaze, G-A-Z-E, B-N-B on the gram. And uh, check out, check it out. Check out their glorious photos. Check them out as people. I forget if they're a couple or not, so that's my fault. But... This place is awesome um, and we need to support it. We just need to support more queer spaces where you can just go and do all of this wonderful shit mm, mm-hmm. all the time. So shout out to Golden Gaze. Nice. Well, my shout out is to Red Bay Coffee, um, mm. black owned coffee roasters uh, located in Oakland and founded in 2014 by Kiba Conte. Um, Red Bay Coffee is at the forefront of what uh, they believe is the fourth wave of coffee, a firm commitment to ensure coffee production is not only highly quality, high quality and sustainable, but a vehicle for diversity, inclusion, social and economic restoration, entrepreneurship and environmental sustainability. Um, so they have a storefront, a couple of locations in Oakland. I think they're o- opening one in San Francisco and they have one coming in L.A., but they do ship uh, domestically and I believe internationally, you could check out their 
IG um, at Red Bay Coffee. But um, I've slowly become more of a coffee fan the last two years. A very slow process with that. Um, but I, I really do enjoy their coffee. My favorite is the Brazilian Cake Lady. Um, so try that out if, uh, if you have a chance. Their live shop is up on IG. So if you go to their um, Instagram at Red Bay Coffee, you can shop their products and they'll ship to you. So um, yeah, check them out, Red Bay Coffee. All right, everyone. Well, that's it for the show. Thanks for tuning in as always. Um, one other thing that I've realized that we keep forgetting to mention. So we have started doing our podcast live. We mm-hmm. started to do them on a virtual space live. So every other Wednesday, we are on Get Vocal, which is spelled V-O-K-L. And we get on for an hour at 5 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. EST. And we just go on and kind of do a modified version of our show. So we do it every other Wednesday. Um, So by the time this episode comes out, that will be the week. So uh, the next time we're doing this will be um, October 14th. Again, 5 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. EST. And you can join us um, to talk about some of your favorite categories live. But we also have different categories. And... You might be able to hop on our virtual stage and talk to both Chris and I directly. Mm-hmm. And we would love, love, love to see you. So be sure to check it out. It's in our link tree on our Instagram page. Um, and we'll be sure to post about it on the day of as well in case you forget. But we hope to see you live. But otherwise, we will see you next week. Yeah, take care. This podcast was brought to you by the Her app, the largest LGBTQ plus dating and community app for women, trans and non-binary folks. Be sure to download the app in the Apple Store or Google Play Store. Shout out to Sienna Liggins for our amazing soundtrack and Cesar for making us sound like we know what we're doing. Can we talk about things? I'm so sorry that I'm